time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Welcome to the WEI Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original WEI. It's Shime and Lanny. No Garvin today. He is on his Christmas vacation. So it's a two-man weave today, Lanny. How are you? Let's do it. How's it going? I am wonderful. Uh, it is for a holiday weekend like this, and I don't know how you feel about this. I know Rich Keefe was not a fan. I love the amount of football and just sports in general, I think, that I'm getting over the next, like, three days. Yeah, I get that. Like, last night we get the Bruins. Uh, Alex Faust, by the way, filling in for uh, Jack Edwards on the play-by-play. Awesome. I love him already. Has a bit of a national voice, so you don't get that Homer feel, but, like, he's really good. He's yeah. crisp. I so like he's a it. new Celtics guy. Yeah. It's kind of the same situation the season in with their, with their play-by-play guy. Yeah, and so, uh, speaking of, the Celtics play today, 3.30 in L.A. against the Clippers. The Bruins have a second of a back-to-back tonight in Minnesota against the Wild. You get two NFL games today, 4.15, 8 o'clock, and then tomorrow, uh, both of those NFL games, by the way, are like on NBC and Peacock. Uh, I think the Buffalo game is only on Peacock. It's going to be a blowout anyway. So. Right. Or you can fun. listen to it right here on EEI on oh. Westwood One. All right. Well done, Ooh. Joe. Good plug. Uh, and then you get a full slate Sunday, capping off with the Pats on Sunday Night Football on Christmas Eve. Way to cap off your Christmas Eve night heading into the morning. You're probably going to be uh, a few eggnog whiskeys deep anyway, so it's not going to be a big deal. And then Monday you get three legit NFL games. Finishing off with the Ravens and the 49ers might be the game of the year, plus all the Christmas Day basketball you could possibly want. Yeah, it's plenty going on. You know what I mean? It's, it's literally all the time wrapping gifts. You get your TV on, oh, opening gifts. Christmas Eve get... is going to be the best day of the year. Oh, it's pretty awesome. It's just, you get Gluttony the full slate of football, sports. you get to eat a bunch of food, yep. drink a bunch of alcoholic beverages, wrap some presents. Oh, Best day of the year. Joyful is what it is. Yeah, have a little uh, Christmas music in the background. Even if the Patriots lose, who cares? Yeah, right. Who cares at this point? It's Uh, Christmas time. Let's (laughs) let's let's be happy about it. You know. Amen. Uh, Speaking of the Patriots, uh, where do you kind of stand heading into this game Sunday? Because I, for one, I think I might just lay the points with the Browns. I was gonna say, where do I stand? I stand in the fact that okay, there's a game Sunday night. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be wrapping. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be watching it. You know that the seven and a half point dogs on the road. It's Nothing to play for. It's it. It is what it is. I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be rooting. Are you for gonna them. be home on your couch watching? Are you gonna be at a party? I'll be at a party. in the background. Yeah, my nice. brother. My brother hosts a family on Christmas Eve, so it'll okay. be on there. So, uh, where do they start at eight fifteen? So we'll be able yep. to get in our uh, Emmett Otta's Jug Band Christmas oh, viewing in. And great the, choice. Uh, the Patriots game. Nice. You're an Emmett Otta guy. I love Emmett Otta. Nice, awesome, excellent. Yeah, I I think my favorite though is a Bumpet's Christmas Carol. Oh, it's awesome. It's the best yep. in the business. Yeah, just watched that. I think last weekend I might have watched it. Nice, it's great. It's the uh, Ben Ben love that yet? Uh, he he a big Emmett Otter guy already. Yeah, we haven't we haven't exposed him to it yet, but he did you know kind of paid attention when we were watching a Muppet Christmas Carol the love other it. day. Good, but he's kind of like me in an attention span. Like he'll watch and then he'd be like. All right, what else you got? Okay, not to go completely off on a tangent, but with the Christmas movies, where do you stand? Are you big? Like, are you more like a Christmas Vacation, uh, A Wonderful Life, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? Where, where, are you, where, are you, where's your? All right, so if you're giving me those three, and I know vibe. those are just the first three that just kind of popped into your yeah. head, I'm taking Christmas Vacation over all of them. Got it. The old fashioned movies are good, but they don't really kind of do I don't it for get, you. I yeah, I don't get got jazzed it. up to to watch them. You know, yeah, same. It's, my girlfriend is obsessed with White Christmas, so I'll have to watch that. Oh, okay. In the next. 
then the next couple of days in that movie, I'm like, how is this a Christmas movie? I'm like, this is just <laughs> so long. And it's like, like the people who say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. But the oh, thing the is, heck is, Elf not in that category for you guys. Well, it's just oh no, Elf's an amazing movie. I but those Elf, are just the first three movies that popped into your head. That he said, here's what bothers me: is a lot of people are going to give Christmas Story crap because they're like, oh, why does that get 24 hours a day? I hate that movie. Okay, that's fine. I get it. But then those same people should be complaining because Vacation is constantly on. Elf is constantly oh, yeah. on. So I would take a concentrated shot of Christmas Story for 24 hours as opposed to constantly flipping to AMC and it's either Ooh, Christmas okay. Vacation or Elf. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. So like for me, it's like I there's only a couple Christmas movies that I really want to watch, right? And it's, it's the Home Alones 1 and 2. Yep. Absolute, just with a bullet. I want both of those. I want to watch Elf at some point. And then I'm a big fan of all of like the claymation movies. Oh, yeah, the so Rudolphs, the, the Frosties. The, the Year Without a Santa without Claus. A Santa. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. The Heatmeister song gets me every time. Great jam. Oh, they're awesome. It's the best. They're and great. so I, those, when I sit down at Christmas time, like that's what I want to watch. I, yeah. It's short, it's sweet, and it's right where you want to be. There was one, and I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you, so you might not remember this one. There was like one, I don't know who made it. I don't know if it was like a Jim Henson thing or what. But it was like claymation. Mm-hmm. So like the California raisins were in it, and they were like just these like it was like these four or five different skits within this one hour special. And I can't remember who made it, but it was one of those things that's like a complete member berries. I'm like, oh my god, I remember watching this as a kid. But California raisins, and then they had a couple other things. It was great. Well, if if anyone out there follows along with the Greg Hill Show in the morning, Jackson uh, is literally just uh, Chris K- Chris Kringle from uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, is yeah. Down. I, I, see the same, I see the same thing about my brother because my brother has the red beard with yep. a little bit of white in it. A hundred percent. I go, so you're middle aged. I go, you haven't gone full white beard Santa yet, but you're at middle aged Santa. Sliding around on his stomach with the penguins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that right. big red beard. Yep. Oh God, I love Christmas time. Uh, I hope everyone out there is having a wonderful holiday. Get any of your last minute. Oh, that's another question I have for you. Where do you stand on shopping? Are you a big shop like months in advance guy, or are you big last minute shopping? Taking this out of my pocket right now, as you see right there. That's a list? There's a list of stuff I still have to get. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm always, every year is, oh, I'm going to get it done early this year. Never happens. <laughs> if I can get it done on the uh, 22nd or 23rd, I'm in a good position, but there's always the rare time where it's like, all right, it's the 24th. I got to get something. Yeah. But it's never like, I'm never full on like, I haven't gotten anything. I got a little jump on it, but yeah, just tying up loose ends after the show. Now, are you a big, uh, so you're a big go to the store guy, not an online guy? No, no, I did some of of it online, but when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to like gift cards and actual cards, you have to go to the store for those, so I have no problem with that. And that's pretty much what my errands are today is a couple cards, a couple gift cards, a few stocking stuffers, and then we're good, because I think we are all set for the baby. I think he is done. Nice. Yeah, my girlfriend took care of a lot of that. Good. I said, you just tell me what I owe you for money. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I ordered one present uh, online. Nice little Amazon delivery. It showed up the next day. I got that on Tuesday. And then yesterday, I did all of my Christmas shopping in one day. One foul swoop. Store shopping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. I, I'm a big... I love... So Fitzy, if Fitzy and I had an argument about this yesterday because he is very much a I'm going to do it in advance guy and yep. anybody who does it last minute is a jerk, which I think is stupid. I think last minute is the best. The thrill of it is part, well, of, yeah, is because part of it. It's, the mall is always crowded. Like There's actually people at the mall where it's not dead. Yeah, like, right. it's, it's like you can, it's Christmas music in every store. Yep. I'm like, ah. Oh. This is great. Outside of like going into Macy's and melting because it, they jacked the heat up, <laughs> uh, it was just I enjoyed going. Around. I went to two different malls yesterday. Uh, it was nice. just I had a real I had a real nice time. Yeah, Billy. It's, it's this time of the year. It's a holiday I, spirit. Don't right? get you excited. Malls and Christmas. Oh, God, right. It's it, it's, it's right though. Like it's the one time of the year where you're like, man, I miss the mall. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because there's a, there's a buzz going around. I just want to be around, around other people. That, yep. Like, it's, you can feel it in the air. It's so funny because a lot of this world is filled with people who are fake and show fake emotion and pretend to be excited and, like... Just for Christmas Instagram is, and likes. Yeah, Christmas is the one time of the year where, okay, they might actually be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where deep down, we're all like, oh, my God, do I have enough money for this? Did I remember this? Did I remember this? But the crowds are out. The music's playing. There's a little chill in the air. It's like it's, it, it helps. I'm walking around. Well, all I smell is Auntie Anne's pretzels. You. What year are you living in? I love the mall. Right. I do. It's true. Nothing I love going on a that. nice little mall walk. The smell of Auntie Anne's pretzels in yep. the air. You know, uh, people in line try to get a picture with Santa Claus right in the center of the mall yep. with the giant Christmas tree. Stores are uh, somewhat packed, but not super packed because still a bunch of people shopping online. It is like, uh, it's the best holiday experience. The malls, me. the malls have just become spirit Halloween's. Where it's like that Ooh, one time of the year. It's like the, like it's like the one the time year. of the year when they really they make enough money in that <laughs> two months between November and December where they're like, all right, we can keep the lights on for another year. I, and I just I go into all these stores. I, my girlfriend came with me when I went to the second mall yesterday, and uh, I go in and I'm like, oh, I love this, I love this. Yeah. And like I'm like I want to buy everything, and then I'm like, all right. Stick to the list. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's. Uh, yeah, that's exactly why I have not, the list in my pocket. Yeah, it's like it's. Uh, I forget what the the classic movie is. Don't step off the path and step on a butterfly and change history forever. Just exactly. just stick on the path of buying these gifts on the list. Yeah, that's, that's how it. it is too with the mall too. I, the, my my motto in the mall is keep the store to my right. Ooh, okay. You know what I mean. So I always keep the store to my right so I can kind of make sure I get everything nice, without nice big Yui. I yeah. like that. Yep. Oh, that's smart. Yep. Just keep the stores to your right and you'll get through it in no time. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We uh, started off here just being happy about the holidays. Right. It's Christmas weekend. It's a it is chilly the twenty third. The sun's out. Oh, uh, it is. It is frigid outside. If you're going outside today, if you haven't gone out already, uh, wear a jacket. It's like twenty four yep. degrees out there today. Uh, my windows were entirely frosted this morning yep. for, but quite possibly the first time all year. So uh, it is officially Christmas weekend, Christmas Eve Eve, if you will. So if you're out, you're going to parties, you're going shopping. Drive safe, be safe out there today. Enjoy your beverages, but you know, don't let's, responsibly. Let's yeah, be, be responsible out there. Um, the New England Patriots have a game tomorrow night, eight fifteen. Uh, Billy Lanny wants the Patriots to win. He'll watch. It'll be in the background. Yeah. But, you know. Not passionate about it. No. Haven't been passionate about it. Well, because we want the Patriots to lose. Like, it's like we're in a weird spot. And I know you're not, I'm not. necessarily in this spot, but I'm not. I want the Patriots to lose, right. but, like, I want a good game. You know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you want to be entertained, hard. right? Like, I, you don't want to see them get embarrassed. Yeah. I wanted them it's to beat as the simple Chiefs. as that. You know I what I mean? There's no, there's no point differential thing here that we have no. to worry about, like, the in season tournament where. Don't give up seven. Yeah, just exactly. Exactly. Just show me that you're trying still. Yeah, like if Bailey Zappi comes out, scores 21 points in the first half, and they lose, you know, 30 to 24, like great, great job. Yeah. That's exactly well, what that's I That's what want. you've been doing. Good, yeah. solid first half and falling <laughs> apart in the second. That's true. Uh, and you're going up against the Broncos team who has been all season pretty bad against the run. So I would assume Ezekiel Elliott is, is poised to have a really good day, which might keep this game a little bit closer. They have no other option. That's true. Games, right? Ramondre Stevenson <laughs> out. No he has no choice but to be a good What, gamer. you guys weren't sold on Kevin Harris last week? No. Mm, yeah, the guy you cut and then eventually brought back? No, I wasn't. Um, kind of like your starting quarterback. Yeah, also true. <laughs> you know what? Billy, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> I think you read the uh, inactives to me already uh, before the show. It was uh, Ramondre's on that list. Who else is on that list? Uh, yep, Ramondre Stevenson with an ankle. Juju Smith-Schuster with an ankle, Jabril Peppa's hamstring. Okay, so those are the three guys officially out, and then there's like 12 guys that are questionable. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so uh, do you want me to go through it? 
Uh, no, 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 okay, just, yeah. Yeah, so there's like 12 guys questionable here. Uh, it's, they're dealing with injuries. It's the holiday time. Nobody wants to be there. They're going a mile high, which is like the hardest stadium to play in in the middle of winter. Right. So it's On just, Christmas Eve at it, night. Exactly. Like, like these guys. Tough to get up for this game. I wouldn't be shocked if these guys are just straight up checked out. Right. It, yeah, or, no, it, I wouldn't doubt that one, one bit. It's it, it, it's hard. Like the Denver guys are going to be amped up and ready to go. They got to go fifteen minutes to get home after the game or something. But you have to fly all the way back from freaking Denver right. after playing in, in in Mile High. And so I just I I, uh, I worry about the Patriots here. Uh, it, it's not going to be a great spot for them. It, I don't know if there's another spot for them to get a win this season. Like it's the Jets, right? It's that's it. It's Week 18 against the Jets. Yep. Right, and, the, and the Bills have gotten better, so you have to worry. They, the Bills are red hot right, right now. So it's, yeah. And they're trying to make the playoffs still. They're actually trying to still win the division against Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if Miami stumbles against the Cowboys today, it leaves the door open, wide open for the Buffalo Bills to swoop in and steal that division. Well, so there you go. So next week, then you have the chance for the Patriots to play spoiler. And that's what I'm rooting for as a Patriots fan now. Yeah. If you can cause headaches for other teams trying to get in the playoffs. Well, yeah, because with Carolina's win last week, you're in a position where it's like, okay, cool. If Carolina wins another game, you have a chance at the legit number one pick. Yeah. Uh, not just a top three, not number two, legitimately number one overall. Um, but at the same time, you win too many games and you could fall right out of the top five. So it's it's a bit of a balancing act as a fan because, again, it, you want to see them win, but at the same time, the draft position at this point is almost more invaluable. Yeah. How realistic, though, is Carolina to win against Green Bay, Jacksonville, or Tampa? Well, so... If Jacksonville's without Trevor Lawrence, right, Lawrence that's in play because he's, he's in the concussion protocol. So we'll see how that goes. Tampa Bay, that game could go either way. Those division games are silly. Right. Like it is, you see that Carolina beat Atlanta nine to seven in the in the pouring rain, uh, and then their other game, I think they beat Houston um, earlier in the season. But like that Tampa Bay game could could be anybody's. And I mean, let's not just give the Packers a win. Like the Packers have been pretty good, but. They just got beat by the Giants a couple weeks ago in Tommy Cutlets. So it's not like they are any great shakes either. So theoretically, you know, if you're trying to be optimistic, there's a chance that the Panthers at least win a game here coming out to the end of the season. And it sets the Patriots up in a really good spot because being able to have that first overall pick would be nice. I would rather just sit at two and not have to make yeah, the decision on the quarterback. Better move but... down for a couple linemen anyway. <laughs> Do you really believe that? Do you think if Bill Belichick's in charge of this pick, they really trade down? Where's Trent Brown next year? Where's Michael Wenyu next year? Mm, probably not here. Yeah. So, just something to think about. Oh no. Sorry. I mean, I didn't want to put it. You're out ruining there. my holiday. I didn't want. Day. I didn't want to put it out there. Everybody <laughs> wants a quarterback. Everybody wants something flashy. But you think about it. It's like, all right. Here's what Belichick's going to do. Belichick's going to move down from a top two or three pick. Top two pick. We'll say, build up his offensive line, because Mac and Zappy are back next year. Uh, don't do that to me. Six one seven. Just one fan's opinion. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you want to hit on the Patriots, uh, we'll we'll bring in the the Celtics and the Bruins a little bit as well going forward here. Uh, and Joe Braverman will get you caught up on what's trending today in sports. Your home of the Sox. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Speaking of those aforementioned Bruins, they have now gone winless in three straight games as they fall to the Jets in Winnipeg last night, five to one. The final score. Brandon Carlo was the lone goal scorer for Boston. Nino Netterreiter had two power play goals for Winnipeg. Also had an assist for three points on the night. Coach Jim Montgomery was a little nervous this morning as he talked about in the postgame. I was worried this morning. I don't know why. It wasn't really because of anything that I had noticed, but it just I just had that feeling. And you know, it's uh, 
it's all excuses. Anything I give you, we weren't good. It's a quick turnaround, though, for the Bees as they head to Minnesota to face the Wild for the second time in five days. Puck drop is set for tonight at 7 p.m. Two of the hottest teams in the NBA will square off this afternoon at 3.30 as the Celtics will face the Clippers in L.A. Both big men Chris Porzingis and Luke Cornett have already been ruled out. Jason Tatum and Svi Mihaluk are questionable. Meanwhile, on the other side for the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard is questionable as well. Final injury report is out for the Patriots as they gear up for a Christmas Eve showdown in Denver against the Broncos. Jabril Peppers, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Ramondre Stevenson have already been ruled out. Nine other players are listed as questionable. This would be Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, Trent Brown, Hunter Henry, Anthony Jennings, Jonathan Jones, Connor McDermott, Matthew Slater, and Jelani Tavai. On the other side for Denver, linebacker Nick Benito, tight end Greg Dulcich, and tackle Alex Pachuski have been ruled out. Pats and Broncos will kick off from Mile High on Christmas Eve night tomorrow at 8.15. And Week 16 of the NFL continues today with a doubleheader. It's a division matchup between the Bengals and the Steelers, followed by the Bills taking on the Chargers. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of both games right here on 93.7 WEIFM, starting at 4 p.m. following KJ and Lions. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Welcome back to the WEI Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original WEI. Shime and Lanny with you this morning. Garvin is out on his Christmas vacation. It's a two-man weave today. Uh, We started off talking a little bit of holiday shopping, uh, getting ready for Christmas because it is literally two days away. I can't wait. Just two sleeps away. Such a good time. Oh, it's the best. I love this time of year so much. And the best thing is, too, now that there's a kid in the picture, like... Oh, yeah, it must be a lot of fun I for you. To, well, right now, he's still little. You know, he's, he's closing in on seven months, so he doesn't really get it yet. Like, next year is going to be awesome. And then it's just being able to, like, do all those things that I have found to be amazing. Hopefully, he finds the same interest in it. Yeah. I mean, it's but yeah, the next couple of years are going to be a lot of fun for you yeah. as a dad. Yeah, That'll this year, awesome. this year again, he's still little. He, you know, he kind of looks at the lights a little bit, but he doesn't have Might any rip idea. a little bit of the wrapping paper. But Try, yeah, crazy. that's about it, too. Like, we can fill a box with crushed up Poland Springs bottles, and he'd be, like, absolute <laughs> It heaven. sounds like my dog. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. That's how you look at it. It's like, all right, what would I buy a puppy for Christmas is the same thing as I would buy for a seven-month-old. Something that makes noises, something that he <laughs> that can shakes, grab. maybe yep. crinkles. Exactly, because there's so many things. Like you look online and these ads come up for like these toys. I'm like, oh wow, those are cool because it was like the cast of it was it was Kevin and the Wet Bandits and these like plush dolls, and it's like Bok Box. I'm like, huh. Like, I could probably get that for him. I go, but they are technically dog toys. You know what I mean? Like, they're the coolest things in the world. They're That's like, awesome. oh, it's for a dog? I'm like, ah, he doesn't know. He's only seven months. Speaking of Kevin and the Wet Bandits, if you, uh, I assume most people haven't seen this. I would recommend you go and check it out. Uh, ben Solak at The Ringer. Uh, does this thing called the play sheet where he like breaks down NFL plays, yep. but instead broke down um, Kevin's booby traps and right. him fighting off the wet bandits as if they were NFL plays. Very good. No kidding. Enjoyable content. Yeah, nice. it's very fun. Nice. I'd like to know which one would cause the most damage. Oh, uh, it was it was pretty fun. The, the one in particular that I was watching was Kevin was running up the stairs. Paint can comes down. Yep. Um, uh, I, I always mix up the names. Uh, the Joe Pesci dodges it. Hits the tall guy in the face. Yep. He laughs at him. Next one hits him square yeah, in the yeah. back of the head. Harry, I think it's Harry. Yeah, Harry's Harry and Joe Marv. Pesci and Mav is uh, Daniel right. Stern. Uh, and uh, I want and, like a sports science on that. Like I want to uh, know like if if somebody throw get that guy in all his angles. Get and John Brinkus out here. Yeah, like I want to know like the paint can comes down at what speed and if it hit you in the face at that speed, what damage how many broken would bones would there be? Yeah, exactly. Would you have a concussion? I think there is without a doubt in my mind. Home Alone two 
has the best scene, maybe in any movie ever, and it's when Marv grabs onto the uh, the washing machine and it ha- and it just shocks him. Oh, and he gets electrocuted. And he start his his the pitch of his yell gets louder yep. and louder, and he turns into a skeleton. His That's yell is amazing. Best. And the thing that bothered me was that his yell with a spider in the first one is edited. Is it? So he's not really at that moment. The the, the they said they couldn't do it because it was like. Not good for the spider to hear a scream oh. that loud, so they had to go back and put the scream. It's still amazing. Yeah, it's still amazing, but they had to go back and put this the sound in in post because they oh. couldn't scream in a spider's face. Those are such good movies. They're awesome. They're I like kids' it. movies, but they're the most violent things in the world. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's like hey, put your kids so in front of the TV, good. let them watch it. This is just straight violence. I wonder if so. All the time, I cringe when he steps on the ornaments. Like of all things, of all <laughs> things, like yeah, he steps on one the of them, and one of them goes pop. I'm like, ooh, like <laughs> like I almost felt it. There is no greater pain in this world than stepping on a Lego with bare feet. None worse. There's nothing worse. It's so funny. They sell like socks now for parents. So like, hey, if your kids playing with Legos, put these on. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm gonna do when it comes bottoms. to that. But I told my girlfriend, I'm like, he's not having. I got Legos are fine. I'm like, he's not having Play-Doh. He's not having stickers. <laughs> nothing drives me more insane than I look over to a car and there's like stickers all over like the back window. I'm like, ugh, <laughs> gives me anxiety. <laughs> she goes, but well, we can get one that you can remove. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I hate the idea of having like stick my fingernail and like scratch this little thing off. Get him some Lincoln logs. Yeah, exactly. Classic. Exactly. Uh let's let's take a phone call 617-779-7937. Uh, we're talking about the Patriots last segment. Eric in New Hampshire wants to talk about uh the Patriots draft pick. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, you guys seem like logical thinkers. We can try to why be. why not Yeah, well, yes, we all do. <laughs> well, instead of trading Belichick to the Chargers, if that's what the thought was. Why not call up the Chargers and see how happy they are with Justin Herbert and, tr- and talk, at, talk about trading for the number one, two, or three pick to them for Justin Herbert? Okay, thanks for the call, Eric. So look, here, so here's the deal. Would A, would the Chargers take the call? I don't know. Second of all, let's pretend that they would. Let's say that the Chargers are gassed up and ready to go. They'll take the number two pick from you. You get Justin Herbert. Where do you stand? I need more. I need more. I can't. I, you want you more. Mean, so what? You mean like, so I'm giving up my first round pick just for Justin Herbert? Yeah. I mean, it's it's Justin Herbert. No, I get that part. I get that part. But it's a top two pick. I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback, but I feel like if you're giving up one of those picks, you need to get a little bit. Give me Justin Herbert a and a, a top 20 pick. Mm. Yeah, see, the, I think the issue would be the Something Chargers would like be that. like, mm, you need to give us more. Well, yeah. Nah, and that's, that's a tough one. And here's Belichick. We'll give you Belichick. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay, okay. Chargers first round pick. So that's probably going to be somewhere in the top 15. Uh, and Justin Herbert for Belichick but, and your number two And your number pick. two pick. Done. Done? Ooh, sure, okay. Go Chargers. <laughs> I, so here's Donald. the thing, and it's it's really kind of just, it's like a team building philosophical question, realistically. It's a silly season. It's. It, it, of course it is. I mean, we're three and eleven. Of course it's a silly season. <laughs> or three and twelve. Chargers whatever are at eight. So Chargers are at eight. So you would get eight and Justin Herbert for Belichick, Belichick and number and two. two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do that tomorrow. Right. But it, it ultimately comes down to whoever the GM is going to be here. It would have to be a decision on okay, because if you're if you're trading for Justin Herbert, you immediately inherit this giant contract. Yep. It is an albatross of a contract which you currently don't have on the roster. Um. And so your time window is a little bit smaller because you're putting all of your chips on the fact that Justin Herbert's going to be amazing and that you have enough around him to support him and be good right away. And I think with the eighth overall pick and Justin Herbert on this 
on the this Patriots team, you could probably swing that because that's the perfect spot where you get a legit left tackle, a guy like uh, uh, I don't know if Fashanu or Alt would be there, but a guy like J.C. Latham out of Alabama. You'd grab a tackle there, then you have Justin Herbert. Eh, you're starting to cook a little bit because this receiver draft is really deep. You could get a guy in the second round. You still have like the second pick in the second round, so you could theoretically trade back into the first if you wanted. Like you'd be in a good spot. Yeah, and you'd have a legit All Pro quarterback. Forty seven million dollars in the 2028 season is what you're going to be that's his base mm, i'm seven no no i, I mean I'd, pay I'd pay it too especially at that point you know that's five more years from now who knows what quarterbacks are going to be making at that point it could technically be a steal and this guy just throws <laughs> lasers around the yard like justin herbert is a legit stud yeah i want somebody so, out there slinging it and so and i think that's kind of the thing right if you keep the pick you could get a justin herbert on a rookie contract or you could theoretically end up with Zach Wilson, yep. right? Like, so there's there's that percent, whatever you believe the percentage is, there is that chance. So with Justin Herbert, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you have to inherit a big contract, but like you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's true, and they don't have any big con. What's the biggest yeah. contract the Patriots have right now? Uh, the, the coach Judon contract. Yo, outside of the coach, like the maybe? coach is your highest contract, right? But yeah, Judon, and Judon only has one more year, uh, year left on his right, deal. His right, was, his at the what was his? His was more incentives. Right, they, yeah, they restructured base, it in the offseason. Right, they bumped up the base and added incentives, I think they might have done. I, I think so. Um, so, I mean, you're looking at it, and it's like, hmm, well, you know, there's some they're flexible. You have a crap, I almost swore. Nice. But you have a crap load of cap space there. Right. Like, you you could easily finagle that. This is this is a complete hypothetical discussion, by the oh, way, yeah, because absolutely. there's 0% no, chance no of trying to trade him. But right. if they this were is, willing to. This is the fun I'm, part of this job. I'm 100% in. Like, you have to be in. Right. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Like again, because again, it's it's a quarterback who gets out there and just chucks the ball. So the oh. guy who's making the most money on the Patriots is J.C. Jackson, but they're not paying him obviously because of the Chargers. Okay, okay so who's the guy making the most money that they're actually paying? Matt Judon. Okay, that's yeah, what so I it is the Judon, and he only there. has like one year left on his deal. Correct. Average salary is thirteen and a half mil with one year left on his deal. Yeah, and even though he's hurt, thirteen and a half still sounds low. Yeah. Oh my it's god! Extremely I mean, for low. having double digit sacks two years. That's in what I'm row, saying, right? Like, exactly. Of course, that's low. When they lose him, they lost him in what week? Four, I think was it? so. It was, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but it's just so. I mean, yeah, you inherit a big contract, but you also get an all pro quarter. Like that's so worth it, right. absolutely. And, and it's crazy to think about. I bet you could. I mean, if you called the Chargers, they wouldn't laugh at you. No, they'd listen. I mean, they'd you know they'd be like, oh, okay, okay, and then they'd cover the bottom of the phone and be like, do you believe what this guy wants? <laughs> they want to trade us, Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, right. They want, they want to give us the number two overall pick. Do we do it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> that would be one of the m- most monumental trades in NFL history. Like outside of that trade for um, uh, the the famous running back there with the Cowboys, Herschel Walker. Thank you, the Herschel yep. Walker trade. Maybe even the Ricky Williams trade. Like those two. Are kind of the ones that stand out. Yeah, yeah. And then if they if something like this happened, that would be that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's just because no it would shot. give us something to, to pick a pot and celebrate just, or complain about. I just want Justin Herbert. He's I think awesome. that's what it is. I think it's just so come, I think it just comes down to the fact, like, man, it'd be nice to have Justin Herbert. It'd yeah. be nice to have a really good quarterback. Again. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I remember what it was like to have Tom Brady four years ago. I want to have something like that. And that's again. one of the things too. That's why I feel like with Belichick, it's going to be him and a veteran next year with those guys as backups. I just I feel like I don't you think, know. You think they're going to sign a veteran quarterback this offseason? I think they season? will. I think they can find somebody cheap. Cheap? Oh, they're cheap not going to spend on a no, back, no, no, like a legit no. quarterback. So they didn't spend, spend, spend on Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do? Okay. All of a sudden, they're going to throw a bunch of money at a quarterback. Fair. So you're not going to go get Kirk Cousins. So you're going right. to go and pay like seven million a year for like Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Oh God. 
You want Baker Mayfield, or no. you want do you want Baker Mayfield, or do you want Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi? <laughs> oh God! You got a couple crap sandwiches, uh, but I'll you got to choose one. Uh, I'll be a Ravens fan. No, um, well, that's what it's coming. Down I guess to. I would take Baker Mayfield. If you're telling me Mike Evans is also coming, I guess I'll take Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. So you can get those two guys for how much? Uh, like a combined twenty million. Boom. And then Belichick's draft an offensive lineman. <sighs> Sorry. Man. I can't say I can't say he's gonna take a quarterback. I can't say he's gonna as much as I'd love to see like Marvin Harrison Jr. come in. Especially if they win a game coming up here and they move <laughs> out of like the I'm top you, three. Oh uh, imagine Trent if you Brown's end up picking gone. like four. Michael Wenyu's gone. Oh no. You're gonna need linemen. <laughs> oh, no. It sucks. It sucks, but it's the. I mean, it's technically kind of like the Patriot way, right? Like no, Belichick. Don't say that. No, but I'm saying like it's like, yeah, hey, we got an opportunity. Well, we can get linemen. I'm telling you, you need somebody to protect the quarterback. We don't know who the quarterback is, but he's got to stay Goodell on his goes feet. up there, dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. and with the fourth overall pick in the 2024, thank you. And with the f- uh, fourth overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select Olu Fushanu. Boom. Tackle. Penn State. Huh? What? What? And then you get the Rams coaches laughing at us again. <laughs> at least it's not a guy from Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah, like, right, that's right. my thing. Like, if you, as long as you're not taking some guy from D2 football or like 1AA or any of that crap, like, it's fine. I mean, just stick to the board. There's there's a clear, like, top five guys. Just stick to the board. Right. And again, it's just one, one, one fan's opinion that I feel like it's going to be lineman. That would be hilarious. I'm not going to lie. If it happens, I'm going to laugh. I'm yeah, lying. no, I get it. It's going to be atrocious. And it's so Because I, this whole season and this whole offseason is going to be a quarterback, quarterback, maybe a wide receiver, need a quarterback, need a coach. It's like, mm. And ultimately, it's going to come down to who's making the decision, right? If it's, right. If it's still Bill Belichick, I guess theoretically that's still on the table. But... <laughs> If it's not Bill Belichick, I don't think there's any shot they do that. Like, yeah. they have to make a splash, right? Like, you if, would hope if they, so. As a if fan, they move you on from Belichick, so. like, but see, it's weird what... because it could be the Red Sox, right? It could be, yeah, let's fire Bloom. We'll bring in Craig Brezzo. Come on in. Yeah, let's make a splash. Yeah, right. Air quotes. Full throttle. We are very, the kings of interest are very interested yep. in Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And that's what it is. It's like, hey, we you know we had conversations. It just didn't work out. It's like the Danny Ainge thing that we dealt with uh, 20 years with Ainge in charge. They have spent a million dollars. The one million. LA Dodgers have spent one billion. Yeah. With a B. Over a billion. They have spent more than a thousand times. The amount of money you spent. Oh, and by the way, that doesn't even count the trade they made for Tyler Glass right. now. Right. And what they're going to do, too, is they'll bring um, they'll bring Kershaw back on cheap money. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> so you're going to come back and win like a legit ring. Like another right. legit ring. There's no excuse that the Dodgers don't win 120 games next oh, year. My God. And here you are with Chriswell. Koopa Chriswell. Is that the guy's name? Tyler O'Neill, the most yoked player yeah, in all right. of baseball. Yeah, right. Awesome. He's jacked. That's and great. And it's kind of cool, though. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Looks that's cool. good with his Got shirt off. curls. Great. <laughs> Looks Dan Ugla routine. Yeah, right. Exactly. Looks good with his shirt off. Awesome. That, you know, if that meant wins, then I'd be I don't be know. Him in. and Casas looking pretty good. That'd, that'd be a good calendar. Okay, yeah. Two yoked right. guys swinging baseball bats. All right, there you go. So it's like we didn't spend much in the offseason because we were developing the calendar to sell by, to... By the Red Sox 2024 yeah, calendar. Right. Uh, the perfect Christmas present for it's your so loved ones. Fr- they're frustrating the hell out of me. It's awful because you pointed this out to me too. Like the two guys that are kind of on the market that you could now go get, like a Blake Steller or a Jordan Montgomery. They're not horses. Neither of them have pitched 200 innings right. in their career. Right. Like not once. Even the, Snell has won two Cy Youngs in those seasons. He pitched 180 innings. Right. 
He's in every other season guy. If it's not technically yeah, every it's other like season. every three seasons. Right, right. It's it's you know, it's not quite every other season, but half of his years he's had have been good. It's just it's it's depressing. You at this point would need to make some kind of like Mike Trout, not to play like La La Land here, well, I mean, but you need on. to what make some kind of what do we just do with Justin Herbert? Yeah, you need to make <laughs> some kind of Mike Troutian trade in order to be relevant. Correct, because there's literally nothing about this team that puts you in front of the TV at seven oh five, and there's no there's, free agents that you can just sign that nope. would put butts in seats. Nope. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of up to us to run our, run our own race. Yeah, good for you, uh, Craig. It's I, even a race. Is it a race if you're walking? It, yeah, you doing a ten minute mile like me at Greg Hill five k? Nice. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, sport yeah, because there's nothing. There's nothing you're about doing the, a beer run like you did. <laughs> I do love a good beer mile. There's nobody. Everybody. There's no every. There's no pitch every fifth day worth tuning into. You well, know, half the time it's a bullpen game. There's, yeah, right. Oh, we got an opener. That's all base. That's all the pitchings become. It's like we have guys that can go three innings at a time. And I keep hearing Cora, and he said this with Bradford. I think he said it in a press conference prior, where he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, things are changing a lot. We're doing a lot of things different." What I see nothing different. No, I nothing. see nothing different. Literally, like nothing there different. is no pattern here that is any different than what Heim Bloom was doing the last what three years. Right. Right, and we need somebody like Dombrowski who doesn't care, who will just like, you know, as soon as Dombrowski was Sell the, the farm. Right, as soon as the Phillies were like, uh, we're talking to Yamamoto, I'm like, oh, Dombrowski, I'm like, that bastard's going to get in there, yep. throw a bunch of money at him again. It didn't happen, but still, it's another team where you look at it, you're like, that's somebody who's going to spend. Yeah, right before they saw, the Dodgers signed Yamamoto, Heyman tweeted out, it was like, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, oh, and Philly is the dark horse. Right. And it's like, oh, boy, here we go. Yep, and again, it's 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 frustrating because there's nothing... You know, Devis is a great player, but it's do you do you make sure you're back in front of the TV for a Devis at bat? No. That just doesn't it doesn't exist with this team anymore, and you can't you can't charge what you charge and put us in seats that aren't comfortable to watch a team that's not exciting. There's nothing to look forward to. There's and nothing you're not developing anything. Of course, oh Marcelo Mayer and this guy, but, but it's even like, when they Marcelo were developing Mayer's shoulder doesn't even work anymore. Or they they you look know, so much at the twenty under twenty five list that came out and be like, ah, that's gonna put our butts right, in seats. Yeah, good, youth. good good for them, but if recent history has shown us anything, they're not going to sign those guys to long-term deals anyway. Right. Outside of Rafael Devers, they haven't signed those guys and to long-term deals. Instead, you trade Mookie Betts to the Dodgers. Yeah. It was the Devers thing. The Devers feels more like, not that they didn't want to keep him, but it was like, all right, we have to do something. Self-forced. Yeah, well, yeah we because, have to do it. Because good. you traded Mookie Betts. You let Xander right. walk out the door. You had to sign Devers. Yep. It's, he's to. a $30 million. That's why he's making as much as he is. Right. He's a $30 million a year player, but like, it doesn't feel like that as a fan when no. you signed him because it, it really did feel like He doesn't have, have the no star power choice. that either of those two prior guys no. had. Nope. Like, is he better? Maybe. But, like, he doesn't have the star power. I mean, Betts was an MVP. Right. He was Awesome. He's a gold glove MVP player. Five tool. Yes. And Xander Bogarts was just the face of the franchise for years. Right. So it's it, you're in a position where it's like, okay, well, now there's no big names in free agency left to really go get. Um, maybe we have to call somebody up and make a trade. But then you have to trade some of those prospects that, like Joe said, you get all horny about because you're seeing them on the 20, 20 under 25 list. Right. Dombrowski would have gotten 25 under 20 list, whatever the Dombrowski hell Dombrowski would have gotten rid of those guys. It would have sold so them quick. yesterday. So quick. Oh, Dombrowski would be the best Christmas shopper, I bet. Just gets the best presents. Yeah, without a doubt. Right? Absolutely. Doesn't even have to go to the store. Just grabs a magazine, sees it. Circles it like he's a four-year-old with with a a Sears catalog. Yep. I want this. I want this. The only person in real life who actually puts the giant bow on the car. Yeah, right. Instead of, like, in commercials. Yeah, right, right. The commercial, it's like, oh, get your loved one a Mercedes. 
Nothing says love at Christmas like a eighty thousand dollar car. And you know what he'd that? do? He'd actually wrap it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd right. get around yeah, like yeah. it's a Mr. Beast video. <laughs> but it's just it's so frustrating that we see now these two once great franchises are just below average. Yeah, it's they're a, it's mediocre a tough pill to at best. Mediocre. Right. And the thing is with the Red Sox is they didn't win till 04. The Red Sox, the Patriots had three years ahead of them to start this whole dynasty. In this, they, had like, three, they had two titles and on their way to a third by the time, by the, time the, Red the Red Sox, Sox won one. Right. And then, you know, it was 04, 07, 13, 18. Correct. And it just had that window. It's like, hey, well, you got these. So it's like you got to wait another 86 years for the next one. You know, it's, oh, it's, it's, don't do it's what it feels. Me. No, I hope it doesn't happen. Of course, I hope it doesn't happen. But again, there's nothing about. This team's offseason that has you excited for opening day. Do you think John Henry's distracted by like Liverpool and Pitt, everything by the Penguins? Everything. So you think and you think the, that's part of it? I think that's one hundred percent part of it. And I saw a report that Fenway Sports was thinking about um, heading a group that would like buy the PGA. Yeah, yeah, I remember he was in on that. He was trying to buy. They want to be up. in on the PGA. He wants to be in on everything. Well, because they and own, that's the, they own the. Don't they own the Tiger Woods, Rory, like, uh, league Boston team? Yeah, I, I know think. Henry was trying to get a league and a team in that thing and probably pot owner. Yeah, so I think thing. I think he has the Boston team, which is like the Boston Common. Dumb name, by the way. The logo's pretty good. The, the name is dumb. And it has, like, logo. Rory McIlroy on the team. I enjoy the logo. The Let's team. see it. Uh, yeah, it's like the, the I forget what the TGL is that the name of the it's league. Tough to top minor league baseball. They have the best logos. Oh, the trash but... Alabama trash pandas, or was it Montgomery Alabama trash pandas? Okay, so the Boston Common Golf with the golf with the frog. Yeah, the frog with the golf ball belly. Yeah, all right. I mean, I dig it. Logo's not awful. The name no, is like, terrible. You know what it is? I get the... a, I get, let, let me see it on a hat. Yeah, it looked would pretty I buy good a on a shirt. Would I buy a hat with a, you know what I mean? That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, 100%. And I think I would. Like, if it was the right color, like if it was a green hat with a nice yellow outlined frog. Yep. I'm in. All right, so maybe like a yeah, maybe like a white Good hat. Christmas present. Anybody listening? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'll take your finest Boston Common golf frog. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you want to weigh in on the Pats or the Red Sox this morning, these two teams are just—they're not giving us what we want for Christmas. That's for damn sure. They are giving us loads of coal. Uh, we'll get to more of that, and we'll hit on the Celtics, who are in LA to take on the Clippers today. Coming up next. This is one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. Uh, this is uh, this is Brenda Lee. Yeah, she's the best. Did you know she's like the oldest woman ever to top the Billboard charts? Oh yeah, because it came back this year. Yes, it yeah. came back this year and it hit number one, I believe. There was also some story that she was thirteen when she recorded yes. this. Was that the she thing? Was like, like this? She was like a voice of a thirteen-year-old. Uh, I don't know if this in particular is the voice of a thirteen-year-old, but her first hit Powerful. was when she was thirteen. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Wild. Okay, so I thought this was I thought this was a 13-year-old voice. No, I'm I think like, she recorded this voice. a little later in life, um, but her first hit was when was she was 13. 13. Yeah. yeah, she can. she's the best. I, this is such a good song. My mother's wow. a huge Brenda Lee fan. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, so I grew up with all the Brenda Lee hits in my house. Nice. Yeah, my mom's a big Buble fan. Okay. So, wait, what, his, what mother isn't? True. What mother isn't? If Every you're mother looking, loves if a crooner. If you're right, if you were ever single and looking to pick up older women, buy yourself a ticket to a boob I think show. it just depends on, like, I bet there's, like, an age cutoff where it's, like, this certain amount of mothers were just, like, Frank Sinatra fans. Right. And then all of those mothers that would have been Sinatra fans eventually just turned into boob fans. Correct. 100%. Did you know he has like an ice rink in his basement? Does he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he was on one of the Barstool podcasts. Like not even in his backyard, in his basement. Yeah, yeah, in his basement. Well, maybe I've seen something like that because I thought, oh, wow, that's pretty sick. But then there was like a support beam that I think. He's like, like, I'm super Canadian. So, of of course, course, like I, you know, love hockey. And 
he also drops the fact that like Chad Kroger of Nickelback also oh, has one in his basement. Nice. Yeah, it's just like good for them for having it in the basement. Like backyard ones, like, oh wow, whoop de doo. You got Canadians are wild, man. They They'll do whatever it. they, they want. They love their hockey. They really do. It's it's kind of wild. Uh six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven if you want to hop on this morning. We've been talking Pats, we've been talking Red Sox a little bit, Billy and me. Very upset with the Red Sox and just in general at the state yep. of the Patriots and the Red Sox. But one of the good teams in town, the Boston Celtics, play today in L.A. against the Clippers at 3.30 is tip-off. Um, right now, Kristaps Porzingis out for the game, correct, Billy? Yes. And Jason Tatum is a game-time decision, a, questionable? Yeah, I think he's listed as day-to-day. Okay, so... No questionable tag. Yeah, it's... The Celtics are in a weird spot for this game, but, like, it, it, and I, I was saying, to the, saying this to you off the air, I, to me, this feels almost kind of like a... Get us to Christmas Day. Yeah, yep. it, it's a bit of a trap game because it's like we—they are clearly, in my opinion, looking ahead past this game to the Lakers on Christmas Day. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the Lakers are a good. I mean the Clippers are a good team. It'll be a good game. But yeah, it's the 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 NBA players. They love these big national games, especially for a Celtics. Tatum has outright said it. He's like, I want to get up right. for every game, especially right. the big ones, especially for a Lakers Celtics game on Christmas Day. Yeah, these guys are going to be in kind of uh, rest mode this afternoon just to get jacked up. And for, that uh, Christmas Day game's at five o'clock too. Perfect. That's. Uh, you could not have timed that better because with the NFL having like one game at the one, four, and eight slot, yep. it's perfect because like you could start the four o'clock slate, and I think that's going to be Eagles Giants. But then immediately turn off that when the Celtics are on, <laughs> which is perfect because nobody cares about the Giants. And then you watch that Celtics game and it leads right into 49ers Ravens. What a Christmas day! Right, they know what they're doing. I wonder how pissed the uh, the NBA is with the NFL getting involved with it because well, so- for a while, like. Christmas Day was like, it's the NBA day. You watch, you know, it's Christmas, you open presents, and then you turn on the game, NBA games. So for anyone listening yesterday to the Greg Hill Show, uh, Keith was in, filling in for Greg, and that was his lead. His, he was like, I, he particularly did not care for the fact that the NFL was trying to take Christmas Day basketball away from him. Right. He loves Christmas Day basketball. He's a huge basketball fan, which I get. For me, as a huge football fan, I love You're it. You're happy to get involved uh, in I, it. Yeah, I yep. just love it. And, and it's, it's what, like two times every seven years that you're going to get this though right. like it's eight years because of leap day i guess because it's like only when christmas falls on a sunday or monday would you get football on christmas i, right. I guess saturday too so three out of the days. Yeah, yeah towards the end of the season you get a couple saturday games but like that. if christmas fell on a thursday they're not going to put three games nfl games no. on thursday nope. like they're just going to put the one right we'll and- also compare the slate of games like for football it's raiders chiefs in at one, then Giants, Eagles, four thirty, then Ravens, Niners, which yeah, like is obviously really the big one, one. Good game, and then you compare it to the NBA's uh, five slate at noon, Bucks and Knicks, and then two thirty Warriors, Nuggets. Five is the big one. I think that's why they have Celtics, Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Then eight o'clock is Sixers, Heat, and ten thirty is Mavericks, Suns. Yeah, so it, it, I think they both like planned it out pretty the, good. The issue though is is that and Fitzy made a good point yesterday, where like even just like an average NFL game viewership wise a lot of the time just blows nba games out right. of the water and, and i think and i think that's basketball fans biggest complaint which i get it yeah. makes sense football is america's pastime it, every it, football is a juggernaut yep. like there is no program on television anywhere that's bigger than the nfl nope. nothing no they rule the roost and they they're, they're finding and they know that, it yeah exactly they're finding a way to be relevant 365 days a year i love that they put a game on black friday like i think i I don't think they're oversaturating the market. I think they're doing a good job of spreading out games. Yep. Like it's instead of loading up on Christmas Day, they just put three. It's one at each time slot that they normally have games. Boom, that's fine. But it allows for a really fun viewing experience as an NFL fan. It's no longer just, ooh, I'm just going to sit on my couch all day Sunday. It's like, oh, 
I can tune in Thursday night, Rams Saints. I can tune in twice on Saturday during the evening time when you're at party, like at Christmas parties. A lot of people probably aren't going to watch that Bills Chargers game on Peacock, but like it'll be on TVs in the background at every party you go Absolutely. to. Absolutely, yeah, it's a fish tank. Yeah, exactly. And so even then on Christmas Eve, that Patriots Broncos game, same thing. That's going to be a fish tank game. Yep. Like it's going to be on in the background no matter where you are. And so I personally enjoy uh, that aspect of football right now i think they're doing a good job i don't think it's quite oversaturated i just think it's, it's a good because you have options yeah it's what you're looking at you look at it as you're a sports fan and guess what you'll find there's there's going to be something on worth watching whether it's basketball or football 100 percent. that'll do it here for billy and i on the producer show right here on boston sports original weei ken and curtis are up next here on this christmas eve eve have a happy holiday everyone we will talk to you billy i believe we're in next saturday morning i believe so uh we will be here back again next saturday morning 8 a.m have a merry christmas a happy holidays drive safe out there be responsible and please i hope santa brings you exactly what you want for christmas this year see ya Later.